0: On today's installment of Locked On Texans, more talk surrounding the Houston Texans quarterback situation, and it seems like the new head coach in Lovey Smith is starting to endorse Davis Mills. But first,
1: start the countdown.
0: You are Locked On Texans. Daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome in, Locked On Texans fans, viewers, and listeners, the family, of course, to so another episode of the Locked On Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Texans your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all major podcasting and platforms. I'm John. Some support Scott Hickman. Of course, I'm joined by none other than Cody Davis, the great Cody Davis. And for today's show, quarterbacks. How many <laughs> of us have them?
0: I might get killed for
1: that. <laughs> right? So we're talking about Davis Mills, the comments that Lovie Smith made in the Houston Texans search to will we discuss whether or not the Houston Texans should continue the search of bringing in a veteran quarterback to back up Davis Mills or compete with Davis Mills for the starting job in 2022. But, Cody, I want to dive right into what we heard from Levy Smith from his conversation with Rich Eisen. Eisen, excuse me. And Levy Smith said that you do not give out Starting positions in the spring, we we discussed this not too long ago, but he's loved what Davis Mills has done. He's our quarterback going into the season. He continued with, there's a lot of positions I'm worried about. Quarterback is not one of them. Hmm. He also continued with, I love what Davis Mills did last year. I feel good about Davis leading our team. We've got to get better players and people around Mills. Cody, how important it is for Davis Mills to hear this statement from your new head
0: coach. It's a confident booster, especially considering over the what last month or so we've been hearing from Nick Casario and even uh, not too long ago from Lovey Smith himself about the possibility that, Davis Mills may not be the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans in 2022. Now, it's a long shot if they can actually find somebody, one, better, and two, somebody who actually deserves that job more so than Davis Mills right now. But this is a confident booster. This is what I want to hear out of the Houston Texans' next head coach, and that is, of course, Lovey Smith, because, John, in that statement, you said something that i have been trying to preach this entire time ever since davis mills took over for tyrod taylor not the first but the second time for those what last five games of the regular season where he looked really good What he had like 10 touchdowns and threw only three interceptions somewhere along those lines had an opportunity to win a game and led this organization to over 40 points in that win and of course i'm talking about the victory against the los angeles Chargers, but It was so important for the Davis Mills to show some type of promise because that gives you an opportunity and it gives you confidence to really focus on other positions that the Houston Texans need to build. The secondary, the offensive line, the backfield, You you know, like there are so many holes on this team. As long as Davis Mills continue to show promise and continue to develop, we talked about it on yesterday. This is a guy who was ranked as the 31st best quarterback of 2021 out of a total of 62 quarterbacks who touched the field. That means he was better than half of the quarterbacks last season. Not only that, even though I don't agree with Justin Fields coming in at number 28, you can make an argument that he was literally the second best Rookie quarterback out of the class of 2021. I understand it. A lot of people still do not want to let Deshaun Watson go, but if you hear the support from you and I on this podcast, from other respectable Texans beat reporters in this city, from the head coach himself, and even Nick Asirio to a certain extent, it is time to at least embrace Davis Mills, at least for this season. We're not sitting here and saying, you know, give him the new max contract and let him be the franchise player for the next decade, even though that will be nice, but... One of the things I keep harping on, John, and I can't not do it enough, the growth from when I first seen that the guy from the first day of OTAs to where he was by the end. But by, by the time he finished his rookie season, the growth, the development, the promise, it was all there.
1: One thing that I take away from Lovey Smith's comment is we have a lot of issues across the board for this team. Quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's not one of those issues now you do have a problem with the quarterback position The problem is if option a fails who's going to be a reliable option b that's something that the Houston Texans struggled with last year until the finals game the final games of the year when option B became the clear option a but he was thrown in the fire too early. And that's when Davis Mills took over at the beginning of the year. The game was completely, you know, out of reach for him. It was too fast for him. He wasn't ready, but towards the end of the year, you saw him get more comfortable. Now the issue that they have with him now is, yes, the Texans will benefit just like any other ball club with having a reliable backup just in case, right? The great Jaheim said, just in case I don't make it home tonight. Right. Let me do what I need to do now. And that's what the Houston Texans eventually at some point before the start of the year needs to do. They need to make sure they can handle an issue just in case, you know, a hey, if hey, not just the fields. Uh, Davis is not working out right now or there's an injury. Let's bring in somebody that can come in and play ball and win us a couple of games. So the quarterback not being an issue, that's a big plus uh to hear from the Lovey Smith simply because. That, to me, is saying, hey, if we get guys in the second part, if he's not the issue, that means we have other issues on his team that can help our quarterback. And he mentioned, hey, we got to put better players around him. We got to put put better people around him. The first thought of that was, hey, we're going to get Tim Kelly out the door. We're going to bump Pep Hamilton up, Right. Revamp this entire coaching staff, kept Danny Bear, but she got a new offensive line coach, got a new tight end coach, got a new wide receiver coach. They're bringing in guys that Levy Smith picked that he believes will be better for everybody else that contributes to what Davis Mills can and cannot do. And I like that. I like that simply because it tells me, hey, this young man could have done more last year with, with more. But he was in a bad situation as the whole team was and so let's recognize that let's fix it let's move on let's get better wins let's get more wins excuse me let's put a better product out on the field some of these guys have to be you know they have to stop trying to move on from davis mills so fast because it's not happening to the rest of the league so why are you forcing it upon this young rookie for the houston Texans? but i will say this this conversation will lead us over to the conversation of what needs to happen at backup. We've discussed Tyrod Taylor. Hell, we even discussed Teddy Bridgewater. However, there's a, there is another name out there that the Houston Texans, uh, I think, should look at. Cody believes they should look at as well. Football season may be over, but for basketball, it is now in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all of the latest odds, totals, and player performance props, Right now, to where the next fire coach is going to land. BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your number one source for hockey, boxing, UFC, and all the way down to the Olympic odds information coverage that you need. BetOnline. Head to the website today and use your mobile device to learn about all of the trends in action because BetOnline is where the game starts. Thanks for making the Locked On Texans your first listen every day. Make sure you're following Locked On NFL. Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NFL, covering Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts.
0: And continuing here on this Thursday installment of Locked On Texans, of course, John and I want to take a look at another quarterback that the Houston Texans should at least consider signing this offseason. And John, when I take a look at the free agency quarterback class of 2022, there are not many guys I would like to see the Texans sign, um, especially considering that Davis Mills should be the clear-cut starting quarterback quarterback for this upcoming season. However, I understand things can change, whether that be due to injuries, rather that be due to, let's say, Davis Mills' peaks, and we don't see no type of development, no type of progress throughout the season if he starts struggling or whatever the case might be. The Texans still got to take into consideration they have to bring up at least a... I don't want to use the term valuable, but they, they, they have to sign a quality starting quarterback for this upcoming season. And, John, when I take a look at the free agency pool of quarterbacks, I would not be mad if the Texans were able to sign Mitchell Trubisky. Because, and I know that name might throw a lot of people off. And first and foremost, let me just say this. When I take a look at Mitchell's career, four years with the Chicago Bears, brought them to the playoffs twice, was a pro bowler in 2018 or 19. I think Mitchell just got the bad end of the deal because he was the first quarterback taken in the draft that also featured Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. And let's say if he was drafted after those two guys, I think he would don't have forget, a... Game.
1: Don't forget his quarterback. I mean, his head coach was Matt Nagy.
0: That too. If, if Mitchell was in a better situation... I would say he would get more recognition for the quarterback that he, for, for, for the job that he did in Chicago. Like I mentioned, four years, and he led them to the playoffs two out of those four years. But when I take a look at Mitchell, I'm looking at this from a standpoint, A, this will actually give the Houston Texans another option to see whether or not Davis Mills should be the starting quarterback for the upcoming season. And not only that, You will bring in a guy who is a veteran quarterback who, if things start going south for Davis Mills, you can actually replace Mills with a guy who already knows how to play play quarterback on the NFL level. A guy who, what, in his career as a starting quarterback who is 29 and 21, Um, His best season took place in 2018 when he led the Chicago Bears to an 11-3 record. And this is also a guy who, in four years, had thrown for over 10,000 yards. So when you take a look at it from from, from that aspect, Mitchell Chubisky will be a very great contingency plan if things do not plan out like we are hoping with Davis Mills. Plus, I also want to mention this as well. When I take a look at the free agency pool, another another aspect that I'm looking at this is how can the Texans benefit from bringing this player in? And on Monday, we talked about Tyrod Taylor. Last week, we talked about Teddy Bridgewater. If the Texans were to sign one of those guys, and of course, for Tyrod Taylor, you re-sign him. Uh, the Texans are not going to benefit from anything because when I take a look at what the Texans can get out of this, how can this actually improve the Texans' rebuilding plan? If you bring in Mitchell Trubisky, things start going south with Davis Mills. You let him take over as a starting quarterback and let's just say it happens and he does a great job. You re, You re-up him for the next three to four years. Now you're looking at a situation where you have another quality quarterback on your roster that you can actually compete with.
1: Yeah, I, I wouldn't necessarily get hung up in all of the hypotheticals. I will get hung up in the facts. And that is, Mitchell Trubisky started five, 50 games, excuse me, during Chicago. Uh, he was the number two overall pick. There's still some talent there with Mitchell Trubisky. And I think a lot of his success or lack thereof, I would say, is due to the fact that he was in a very compromising situation. In Chicago, and of course, when you're drafted above Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, mm. everything looks worse. But I like what Mr. Trubisky said about going to Buffalo. He said, going to Buffalo opened his eyes. He said, after being in Chicago for four years, there was only one way I knew how to do things, being in Buffalo. And having a different way of doing things, you learn what's possible. It helped me get back to instinctual football and using my talents rather than over. Thinking, And I think if mm-hmm. I were to highlight a statement from that, it would be rather than overthinking. I think that with Matt Nagy's office, that happened a lot. So when you look at a, a player of Mitchell Trubisky's caliber, career has been very underwhelming. Yes, he led Chicago to the playoffs a couple of times. Uh, does he have a playoff win? I'm not 100% sure.
0: No, he doesn't. Uh, he does not have a
1: playoff win, but, you know, he said his best year, went to the Pro Bowl. And I also like the fact that he said, I'm in a confident space right now. That's what he recently told Jerry Fowler of ESPN. You will be getting a quarterback that knows the league. You will be getting a quarterback that knows how I feel to be, you know, the, the, the star quarterback coming out in your draft to being humble and understanding what it takes and understanding different offenses. Like when you go from Chicago's offense that's very complicated, and then you go to a Buffalo's offense that's very quarterback friendly, at least at the time, led by Brian Dabo, an offensive coordinator, Yeah, you're going to get somebody that I believe in Mitchell Trubisky can come in and learn the playbook, Hmm. right? And be able to, if it's not Davis Mills helping the wide receivers or the skill position, Mitchell Trubisky can do that in his role. And I think if you're looking for a quarterback for Houston Texans, If you're not going to go out and try to throw your hand in the race for Aaron Rodgers or a blockbuster trade for Russell Wilson, if you're looking at a quarterback that you know is sure can come in day one and be a solid backup, then yes. It's Mitchell Trubisky. He's fairly healthy. He's been fairly healthy throughout his career, and he's had some bright moments. On top of that, when you look at his defense that he played with, a lot of times his job was to not lose the game. And I think that are we confident that Levy Smith, that this Texan front office will do the same to this Texan defense where they're going to boost it and make sure that a lot of times you just don't have to lose the game. Don't give it away. I think so. So, you know, I'm not going to look at the possibilities of whether or not Davis Mills doesn't perform in the future, a couple of years down the line, I will look at right now and say, well, Hey, he has a couple of things that you want out of your backup quarterback. Extensive NFL experience, he comes with a winning record, he understands playbooks, he's went from one playbook to the next, and he knows how to at least, at the very least, not necessarily lose games, Hmm. points his record at 29-21 playing with the Chicago Bears.
0: And John, one last thing before moving on, I do want to mention this as well. I'm glad that you pulled that quote of Mitchell talking about how he was able to learn the game and not overthink. And that actually reminded me of something that I heard Jameis Winston say last year, because this is a guy who is similar to Mitchell Trubisky. Was drafted at the top of his class, you know, had an up and down first couple of years in the league. Then you take a lesser role. And just like Mitchell Trubisky did this year by being the backup to Josh Allen in Buffalo, Jameis Winston went to New Orleans, was the backup quarterback for Drew Brees, and took that year off. I like to call it a quarterback red shirt year, but took that year off to actually learn the game on a different level. And just like how I believe that's going to benefit Mitchell Chbisky on whether that be him joining the Houston Texans or signing with another team this offseason, it did wonders for Jameis Winston because when you take a look at Jameis Winston's first seven games this season, before he tore his ACL this is a young man who was literally on the verge of a career season or one of his best seasons since coming in the NFL and one of the things that Winston struggled and this was part of the reason why Mitchell Trubisky time in Chicago was a little bit up and down was turnovers we all know that Jameis Winston was a turnover machine we all remember that season where he went 30 for 30 but After taking that year off in the first seven games, this is a guy who had only recorded three interceptions versus the year before that he had recorded 12 in the first seven games. And I think we're going to see improvements with Mitchell Trubisky in that area as well.
1: Thanks for making the Locked On Texans your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NFL Draft with Ryan Tracy and former NFL Eric Crocker. They bring you the NFL draft to life every day with insight and analysis from college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts.
0: Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen. Before we close out this Thursday installment of Locked on Texans, John and I want to continue our Texans free agency profile as we break down players and discuss whether or not we want to see them return to the Houston Texans for the upcoming season. The next guy on our list is wide receiver, Chris Conley. John, if I were to ask you on february 23rd 2022 at 9 39 p.m if i was to ask you would you want to see chris Connolly back for the 2022 season what would you say
1: Uh, i say no (laughs) plain and simple Uh, i I say no yeah I, i wouldn't uh i wouldn't necessarily look at any reasons why to bring him back outside of what we saw from him on the field? Last offseason, Chris Conley, a wide receiver that I liked a lot out of Georgia, you know, signed a one-year, $1.5 million deal. And, you know, I thought that this would be the year for Chris Conley where he'd be able to kind of redeem himself and give a little bit more to what we've seen out of him. And that was not the case. That was not the case for Chris Conley.
0: Yeah, and the one thing I will say about Chris, you know, going into the season, we all had high hopes for Conley, especially me, because first and foremost, I thought that he was going to be the guy to take over as the Texans' number two receiver coming off of offseason where they lost Will Fuller. He's a big body guy. I thought they finally had somebody who can actually go out there and be physical with some of the bigger corners and... I hate to say this, and I wrote this in the profile that I did for Sports Illustrated, but there were times where you literally forgot that this man was not just on the field, but on the roster. He was that inefficient throughout the year. And just like what I said on yesterday when we talked about Danny Amendola, who we kind of agreed that we wouldn't mind if he came back for another season. He can't be your third best receiver. But when you take a look at Chris Conley, I'm going to give these numbers again, John. Chris Conley played 16 games and only recorded 323 receiving yards. Compare that to Danny Amendola, who only appeared in eight games, 248 yards. Once again, Chris Conley, a guy who played in, what, eight more games, only recorded 73 more receiving yards than a guy who... not only was not a primary option in a passing game, but a guy who was also 36 years old. When I take a look at Chris Conley, this is one of those situations. It's almost similar to David Johnson to where if the Texans do not give them a contract, it's going to be hard for them to find another job in the NFL. And I say that because when you take a look at the market and look, let's be honest, the Green Bay Packers just said that they will allow... Um, Devontae Adams to explore the free agency market and even with a injured Odell Beckham Jr this free agency class for wide receivers it's it's looking pretty good I don't know where Chris Conley goes from here Um, he was a really good leader in the locker room he was one of the guys that can actually help, that actually helped guide the Houston Texans throughout this 4-13 and season, and we all know the drama and in in, in everything that was going on with this organization for the longest. He was actually one of the receivers that, you know, one of the leaders that stepped up for this organization. Nico Collins always talked about how he was able to lean on and get some advice, some great advice from Chris Conley, but... You know, when I just take a look at his on-field production, this it this just doesn't cut it for me. Like like I mentioned, there was times I forgot the man was even on a roster.
1: Yeah, and I'll say this. I think Chris Conley will get another job. Excuse I me. I don't know. I think
0: well put it like this, he's not gonna have too many teams calling for him though.
1: But if somebody called for him and uh, he's still a talented player that, you know, just needs the opportunity to you know, give their talents or show their talents. But, you know, for me, I, I look at what we talked about earlier with Lovey Smith. They just got to put, put better players around Davis Mills. And I, I think if you're going to move forward, then you have to evaluate this wide receiving group and say, hey, well, Chris Conley is one of those odd men out. And I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. I'm Johnson Sports Guy Hickman. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Follow us on Twitter at LockedOnTexans and like us on Facebook. Continue to like, comment, and subscribe to the YouTube page at Locked On Texans as well.
0: And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.